Come on, Welcome to the season in episode of Soupy Podcast, episode 40. It is I, Polo Parata, back with a returning Jay Flatbush. What's good? And a guest that I wanted on the show for so long. She evaded me for so long, but I finally, finally captured her and she's here. Um, Miss Texana Watts. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> good, how um, are you? She is a creative director, a fashion stylist, wardrobe supervisor, product placement, and refurbisher. Yes. She does. She has a lot of hats, and I had to read that off the phone because <laughs> I wasn't going to remember half of those things. <laughs> so anyway, how you doing, Tex? I'm well. How are you? How are you doing? I'm I'm good. You know, I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all well, right. Well, see, Jay has taken some time off. Okay. So he's back. Yeah, I had to take a little bit of time off. So uh, for those that don't know, I uh, recently started a new gig about two months ago mm. uh, as vice president of people for a international ad tech company mm-hmm. nice. um and you know if you know me you know you know this right? yeah, yeah. when i start something he gets like I'm razor focused s- i'm singularly yeah, focused right? focus. so i need to know every single thing about everything right. and it takes up all my time mm-hmm. so i i couldn't be successful doing that you know starting that and then dedicate the time that's needed for mm-hmm. this so i need to take a little bit of time off but now i'm coming up for air and Feels good to be back, yeah. man. Yeah, well, I told him he was always welcome back. I, I didn't yeah. like fire him. <laughs> you know nah, what I'm man. Nah, nah, nah. Fire him. I just told him. Yeah, when I told him, you know, and this is the truth. That. I said, yeah. whenever you're ready, come back. I, t- I told you that. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I needed to shift my focus pro- appropriately to this new gig and give them, you know, the time that's needed for me to get up to speed and learn the company because I, I've been in advertising and media. My whole career, mm-hmm. ad tech is a different beast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really needed to learn the business model, get to know the key stakeholders, mm-hmm. and we got offices in they're based out of New Zealand. Right. So we got offices in New Zealand, Singapore, Vietnam, United States, and we're trying to open up offices in South America. Right. And you have key stakeholders all over the globe. So like now, like I had to put like the the world clock widget on my on my computer because I need to know what time it is in New Zealand, what time it is in Vietnam and Mm -hmm. London. And it's just all over the place. So I'm on calls from the moment I get up to the eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been wild, but it's been fun work, man. Um, It's been a change, something I wanted to do. I wanted to switch it up. I didn't want to pigeonhole myself into advertising. you You were saying that. Yeah, talking about that. Yeah, you know, when you work for like four or five ad agencies, and then you know, working for a media company like Complex and stuff like that, like you get pigeonholed. And I wanted to break out of that mold and Mm -hmm. try something different. And this was an amazing opportunity, so uh, I had to jump on it. And and it's been cool, man. It's cool. And you know what? Talking because most of the leadership is in New Zealand, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like you know they got them cool Kiwi accents, man. Yeah, everybody's so chilled and laid back. Like it's like it's like you know talking to Chris Helmsworth uh, Mm -hmm. for twelve hours a day. You know what I mean? It's dope, man. I I can't. Yeah, the accent is calming, right? It's very calming, and that like just culturally, everybody's Mm -hmm. like it's such a stark difference because you work in ad agencies, everybody is like on a hundred every every day. Everybody is like stressed out and. It's like, yeah, mate. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah you don't always feel, you feel crazy if all of a sudden you just have this fit because they're so calm and Everybody's relaxed. so calm and it, it, it moves at such a slower pace and that's kind of what I need in my life now anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Loving it, man. Loving yeah, so it. So like you, you you and Tex are kind of similar because you guys wear so many different hats. Yeah. Like he was like being like, he was HR, like basically telling them like, yo, I'm looking for people to hire people and stuff like that. And then I think he was doing other different things. I've done companies. HR. Yeah. I've done operations. I've, I've been an entrepreneur. I started my own company, uh, a daycare chain in, in Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do investing, like oh, I do yeah. IT. We're we going to talk about of... that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going. We, we, we're coming for you. Yeah, I got some words for Elon Musk. 
Well, it's so funny that, you know, you're talking about because I, I used to tell my interns, um, I used to be fashion director at BET, right. started as wardrobe supervisor, mm -hmm. and I used to tell them all the time, you need to have something to fall back on. Like, mm -hmm. it's great. Listen, being a stylist is great. It's fabulous. You can make a lot of money. Nowhere near what it was when I first started, but you need to have something to fall back on. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it should be something that you really love to do. So that's why it's, it's always been easy for me to do a transition between being an executive slash personal assistant and being a creative director, right. and, you know, because because I love doing both. And, you know, I come from that old school thing, like, you know, our parents saying, take the civil service test, take this, you know, take yeah. all these different tests to do all these different things to make sure you can still survive mm -hmm. when you get older, you know? So, you, so it's that mindset. So you started as a stylist? No, I actually started, I went to FIT. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a real fashion background, FIT. Right. Um, Went there um, and did retail, you know, all the retail store, Macy's. I, I grew up in Long Island, so you like Macy's. And then my first retail gig in the city was this uh, Japanese company called Itokan Plaza. Mm. It used to be on Madison and 52nd Street. And, um, and then I just went from there. And then I started doing the whole garment district thing where starting as a receptionist for like $199 a week mm -hmm. um, and working my way up. I've done receptionist. I've done sweaters. Mm -hmm. I've done production. I've done design. Right. You name it. I've done it. Right. So then you went, you was doing all that. And how did you segue into, how did you get into like the hip hop? <laughs> yeah. The, the music part of designing I, or. My style. best friend and I, we wanted to style. She kept talking, we need to style, we need to be styled. So I was good friends with Eric Sermon, EPMD, and like we were like trying to get to him, and he was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, kind of mm -hmm. like, he was with it, he was down with it, but he was kind of like, I don't know what you're talking about. It was, it was always kind of like that kind of thing. Because mm -hmm. like I said, I grew up on Long Island, so that whole styling thing was like, can't make any money dressing people. Mm -hmm. And um, I was good friends with Sister Soldier's husband, Michael, they were good friends with Lauren Hill. And he knew I wanted to style. And the Fugees had shot um, the video Killing Me Softly, mm. but it came out too dark. So they wanted to reshoot it. They hired him to do it. He hired me as his assistant. Okay. Probably about a day or two before the video, he's like, yo, I can't do it. You're going to have to do it by yourself. Mm. I'm like, oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> really? Okay. And the guy that I was dating at the time, I hired him as my assistant. Mm -hmm. And we went and we shot this Killing Me Softly video. I called people getting close. Tommy Hilfiger, Todd Oldham, they told me, whatever you want, whatever you need, mm -hmm. we got you. Right. And... Yeah, that Man, was my first video. No, so you got you got thrown right into the fire. I got thrown right into the fire. And that's like a classic video. Now. Yeah, yeah. I look at it now and I crack up. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah, when you look at it, like, what, like, what do you think when you look at it now? Damn, girl, you didn't know what the hell you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It worked out because it was kind of a situation where the Fuji's weren't as, of course, nowhere near as hot as they became, but it was kind of like I was new. They weren't new, but it was, I have to be honest, there was definitely some hesitation on designers' parts about loaning us clothing mm -hmm. because it was like the Fuji's. It was like, who the fuck is Texana? Mm -hmm. You know, it was kind of that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, especially and during that time, because I remember the Fuji's was like, that was like the time of Wu-Tang and like everything was much more hardcore yes. and the Fuji's were seen as, Almost like alternative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like Fuji La, you know, and yeah. they were dope. And they were, they were really, really dope. And I remember we were going to L.A. I got a call. They wanted me to do their PR stuff in L.A. And I remember Andy Hilfiger said to me, when you get to L.A., you're going to have boxes and boxes in your room, whatever you need. Mm -hmm. A lot of the other designers, a lot of the urban designers at the time, they wouldn't loan to us. They would mm -hmm. not loan to us because they didn't know who I was. I get it. Right. And they, you know, it was like, eh. And then when that cover of Rolling Stone came out yeah. and they had on Gucci and Todd Oldham mm -hmm. and all, you know what? I got so much shit from that. Mm -hmm. And I had to say to these people who shall remain unnamed, <laughs> but remember, you didn't want to loan to me. Mm -hmm. Auntie said, whatever mm -hmm. you need. Todd Oldham said, whatever you need. When I got to L.A., I barely could get to my bed. That's how many boxes of Hilfiger I had in that room. Because they looked they looked out. They looked out. And then it was like, oh, 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 all of a sudden. But it was like, okay, let's get this popping. So then afterwards, it was like everybody wanted to loan to you, right? Exactly. Everybody was like, oh, just call me. Exactly. You was getting cards and everything, right? Exactly. Phone calls, texts. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it, was it was a little disappointing because it was like, 
but then, like I said, it all popped off and it all worked itself mm-hmm. out. And um, yeah, it's been it's been a good run. I've had a good career. I yeah. really have. How did you How did you uh, link up with with Carl? Carl Banks. Guys. Wow. Yes. Um, so Carl, my brother, works worked in the NFL. He started as an intern for the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. So he and Carl were friends, and I met Carl through him. Mm-hmm. So we were friends all this time. And then when I left BET, I was kind of like freelancing here and there, but I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And um, Carl's girlfriend at the time um, was like, yo, Tex is looking for a gig. You know, why don't you let her come in as your assistant? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Carl and I had been friends for so long. Yeah. Carl was kind of like, mm, I don't know about that one. <laughs> you know, Tex in that mouth, that mouth. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, I'm telling you to be fine. And it, that was eight years ago. Like, July 8th, I think it was, was our, like, eight-year anniversary. Wow. So that was eight years ago. And we click. It, it works, you know, because, like, I'm not that regular assistant. You know what I mean? We use the term assistant. Um, I keep telling them we got to find a better word. Um, but we, it, it clicks. It works um, because... I utilize him and he utilizes me because I've got all these amazing contacts, you mm-hmm. know, these great, you know, for product placement, for seating, mm-hmm. um, film, music, and, you know, just the whole entertainment world. So it really, it really clicks for us. And Starter is a great brand. I'm sorry, you know, he owns a license for Starter. Yeah. Iconics owns Starter itself, but he owns a license for it, which, and he also owns all of the sports license um, for the nice. leagues, baseball, basketball, football, Jeez, no. you know, all of that. So it just, it all. Bong, bong, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, you know, it, it all, it all clicks. Um, but yeah, so we've known each other over 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he trusts me. Um, I trust him. Um, so it works. Mm-hmm. It, it works. And, you know, and I'm allowed the freedom to work with other brands. Um, this one, he, they keep me busy, but. You know, mm-hmm. I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen you. I've seen you. You, know, you promoted like a couple of other brands. Yeah. Um, you could. You showed me a jacket from. I forgot that brand. I forgot. Was the it name Rough Civilian? It. There you go. <laughs> yes, that Rough Civilian. Oh, you showed me like a jacket. Oh, one on one. Yes, yes. Rough Civilian is dope. So Rough Civilian is it's basically it's one one offs. Um, mm-hmm. They they do it. I do it. You know, I'm rip, always ripping some sleeves off, mm-hmm. cutting something, dyeing something. Like it, right now, I probably have about six pieces that I'm doing it, and they're hanging up. I live in a duplex, so they're all hanging up, going up the steps and in the hallway. Right. Like I'm always. Right. But yeah, Rough Civilian is really, really. That's I love that brand. Mm-hmm. I love. That no, brand. I love it too. Yeah. You showed me that jacket. I'm like, what you sending that to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, <laughs> yeah, I got to send you guys some you, stuff you know? up here. <laughs> I was just, I was talking to him and tell him that I was coming up here. I was like, yeah, we got to get some stuff up here for you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. you need. Yeah, you guys yeah. need some one-off pieces. Yeah. So, and when I met you, it was with uh, actually, um, Carl was doing an interview with my uh, my friend Mikey. Remember Mike? Uh, oh yeah, Mike. Mikey, uh, likes yeah, it. Mikey likes it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Mike. Mike Cole. Yes. Shout out to um, Mikey. He was doing an interview with him. Southern and, Hospitality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you were sitting there with your son. Mm-hmm. And we were, he was doing an interview in the store. I yes. Mean, the home store is not it's not open anymore, but. That's when he did the he did the show. Yeah. That's when I first met you. Yeah. Oh my god. And you gave me a card. Yes. And you were like, yeah, because I was trying to. And you get... never forgot me. Nope. No. You never like... forgot me. He he was on on me like text text text. Yep. Because yep. uh yeah because I think for my old show I used to do an old show I was trying to get Carl on my old show. We need to make that happen. So then, oh yeah, definitely. New season. Uh, definitely new season. Yeah, new you know season. Get, we will make get that brother happen. Brother Carl on here. We will make that no happen. Doubt. New season. But um. Yeah, so then that's how me and, me and Tex got together. And then, you know, like she said, Starter is a great brand, mm-hmm. you know, and she'll she'll make sure I'm, I'm laced with the good Starter stuff. Yeah, man. And, you, you guys know. guys are family. I yeah. Take care I remember getting robbed for my Starter jacket back oh, yeah. in the day. <laughs> you know what? That's who everybody always has a, has a robbery story about yeah. their yeah. Starter jacket. Yeah, Starter was right <laughs> on New, <laughs> Newkirk <laughs> Avenue yeah. Q train station. I was station. about to say in Brooklyn. Got <laughs> some Latin Kings. Took off my, my, my Starter uh, Dallas Cowboys jacket. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's always the Cowboys or the Yankees. People tell or, stories. Or the Hornets. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yours was. Oh, that I'm Hornets sorry. jacket is yours iconic. Yours was Hornets, right? Yeah, you know that 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 starter Cowboys jacket is like, like you can't even find that no more. Oh yeah, I, I can't find it either. Somebody it's vintage. It you can find it on eBay. <laughs> Let me tell you, you something. You can find it on eBay, but I'm just saying, like, it's like two, three hundred. Yeah. Oh yeah. That Cowboys jacket. Cowboys is always it's satin, and yeah. it's like we. That's Man, the one team. That if we sell out, that's what, like, I have to tell people all the time, I'm the warehouse. I, I don't have it because 
we make for them and they buy everything mm -hmm. and their stuff sells out. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Cowboys, huge. Yeah, because I'm a Cowboys fan. So that's why I was about to ask you: Are you a Cowboys oh, yeah, I'm fan? I'm a Cowboys oh, fan. Okay. The funny thing is, I, I hate the Cowboys with a sausage. Oh, see, okay. I didn't want to walk. I didn't want to walk into a New York podcast with nah, a Cowboys nah, jacket. I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. First <laughs> and foremost. I'm a 49er fan. Here are you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fan. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But um, but yeah, like the starter stuff, man. Because even the, my boys from LA, man, they have stories about yeah wearing starter yes. and getting robbed for starter. Yeah. And, you know, certain colors you couldn't wear, you know what I'm saying? Like real, true, you know, true life stories. Mm -hmm. text. So that's what I'm saying. Starter has, a, like you said, has a rich history, you know, yeah. and it's dope that, you know, you actually, you know, you got your hands all in it, like involved. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let, let's talk a little about, you was also at BET. Yes, I started there. Um, I'm glad you don't ask me years because I never remember years. Me before. neither. I never I'm a, listen, years. I can't remember how old I am most of the time. So <laughs> I try to forget how old I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> people try to remind me, but I'm like, nah, yeah. I, I stopped counting at like Age 30. Is in your heart. Yeah, it you is. I mean? It is. Yeah, I, that's my thing too this morning. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to stop telling people how old I am. I no, think text, I'm just going to I just really forget. It. Like, people are telling me and I tell them the wrong age. I, I just don't remember. I don't want to sit there and do the math. So right. I'm like, when I, I just shout a number. When I was 20, I acted like I was 40. Yeah. I'm 40 and I act like I'm 20. Right, right. Like, how old you know are you? I'm like 35. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sounds listen, good to me. Wait, I feel like 35. Exactly. Sounds so good. then it's 35. Exactly. Don't, <laughs> wait, wait. I'm not doing the math for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I started at BET um, as a uh, wardrobe supervisor. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I went in as a stylist. I didn't last very long. Mm -hmm. um, probably maybe like two weeks, if that. Mm -hmm. And then I left. And then um, the fashion director at the time, she asked me would I come back. And um, the money wasn't great, but at that time for me it was, okay, money's not great. Give me a title, mm -hmm. wardrobe supervisor. Because I knew with that, I could go, I could right, work that. Anywhere, I, can, yeah. I can manipulate anywhere. that yeah, anywhere. Use that. And so I was there, and then when she left, I kind of rolled into the position of fashion director, mm -hmm. which was great. Um, that was with Terrence and Roxy. And then when they started having the new kids come in and everything else, I was like on that tail end. Mm -hmm. um, I think I left in 2013. I think they were done, what, maybe three or four years later? Yeah. Um, that was, that would, BT was good um, because taking their reputation out of it, like it's always a situation where you need to go in and take from it what you can. And I was like fashion director, costume director for the uh, for Black Girls Rock, mm -hmm. for um, the NAACP Awards. You know, and that was the thing about people. You say, oh well, they're. I was fine with not getting that higher rate because I went in. I had all my benefits. I had like you know, and it's crazy. People are like, well, that's old. Yeah, I gotta think like an old person because right. eventually you get older. You, there's certain right. shit you need in your life right, and everything. Right. So, but it was great because it was like, okay, it's Black Girls Rock. It's the NAACP Awards. It's the BT Awards. It's Hip Hop Awards. It's all of this stuff that I'm doing that I don't have to be hired separately because I'm already at BET. Mm -hmm. And text, this is coming up. So this is what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So as much crap as we talk about BET, there are definitely benefits. That's right. like, you know, me working for Puffy. I tell people all the time, you got to go in six-month increments. Mm -hmm. You know, like I can't speak for how he is now because I haven't worked for him in, in eons. But I would tell you have an opportunity to work for Puffy. You take that damn job and you go work for him. Mm -hmm. You do it six months here. Okay, I got to do that six. Mm -hmm. Six months here, I got to do that six. Now you got a year under your belt. Mm -hmm. So now when you do your resume and you say you work for this man, people remember. I haven't worked for him in so long, but you know how many people know? Oh, Texana, she used to work for Puff. She used to work run Puff's office. Now my name, weird name probably helps, right. but yeah. still you get so much experience experience and that's why i tell people like you take advantage of that like mm -hmm. you got to take advantage somebody says they're crazy okay who cares the we exposure all crazy. too right exactly. the connections that you make the ex exactly the exposure the connections all of that mm -hmm. you know um i think these days a lot of people are so the younger kids are so quick to get in and get out real quick and sometimes you got to look at where you are mm -hmm. and take advantage of, and well look at where you are and where you want to be Nice. And take it, I am tearing your mic up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, and where you want to be, mm -hmm. you know? You know, it's funny, like, kids nowadays, they probably go work for Puff and ask for, like, 200K right out of college. <sighs> right, right. And not even think about, like, what type of experience or exposure you're going to get 
working for the man. They just, it's short-sighted. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. It's short-sighted. You know, it's like the same thing. You know, I worked for Damon Dash. Mm-hmm. You know, I went into him as a temp for like a right. day or two. Mm-hmm. And they, he hired, he wanted to hire me. So I worked for him, you know, when he and Jay were breaking out. You know, so I worked for Puffy, for Wyclef and Damon. It's three different Three different crazies, you know what I mean, and I, you know, and I, and I mean that in a good way, you know, because because it is, it's, it's three different worlds. You know, I came from barefoot and sunshine with Wyclef to then I had to adjust myself to this corporate world with Puffy of going to an office every day and everything else. And then you know, with Damon, it's like I'm dealing with what he and Jay are going through with right. them breaking up, and so that's a whole different thing because then I'm in this building and I'm breaking the office down and. I'm, other people are coming in saying, well, what's going on here? And I'm like, well, you got to talk to Damon because Damon is my boss. He told me to do something. Mm-hmm. So I need to, you know, so it's like everybody, it was, it was different stuff with so all three. was that hard to go through? Like when they was going through the breakup, like how was that, how, how was it to deal with that? Because you was like first, like firsthand, you was like. It was hard to deal with because I knew Jay before I knew Damon. Mm-hmm. And. I remember sitting, like, the way the office was set up. You would come up the steps, and there was, like, a round, like, on a ship, a Mm -hmm. round window. And I remember sitting there, and Jay comes up the steps. And I look up, and I'm like, hey. And he's like, hey. And he walks in, and he walks back. He's like, who are you working for? And I was like, Damon. He was like, oh. He leaves. Comes back. He said, who? (laughs) And I was like, oh, damn, here we go. Because you know what? My thing was, I'm here to work. I work for Damon, and I'm here to get my job done. And I can't get involved with what you guys have going on. You know what I mean? Um, I did, I had, and plus Jay and I are cool. Like, it wasn't that serious. That was so long ago. It wasn't that serious, but I think it was just a thing of, what you doing here, you know? Mm -hmm. But this is what I do, and I tell people all the time, I can dress you, I can dress the hell out of you, but I can run the fuck out of your office too, Mm -hmm. you know? Office manager. Yeah, I can listen. I can mm-hmm. run your business. That's what you we need to do. Mm-hmm. And you need to get and you know, that's like it is with Carl. Like I run his stuff, but I dress him too, you know. If there's giant stuff going on, you know, I'll style something for that. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's that's a great thing about I get to do both things that I love. Because I love running people's lives and their offices and I like doing that, but I also like fashion and all so that. So when stuff. you so when y'all did the Super Bowl stuff, that was that that's you you orchestrated all of that or Yes, yeah, so with the Super Bowl stuff with the BMX, yeah, that whole yeah, 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 that whole year, that that was uh, yeah, that was that was dope. That was so dope. That and, was that and that was jacket so that came out. Oh yeah, the with blue the rhinestones and stuff oh, going on in the back yeah. of it. Yeah, I got so you know I got the, one of those. Yeah. Did you do you, the blue or the black? The blue, okay. like it has like royal blue, yeah, or yeah, some yeah. some funny kind of blue on it. Brian, um, and Brian then, Bagley, and then the inside of the jacket has yes. design. And, oh, Amazing, right? Yeah, I was like, this yeah. jacket. I don't even want to wear it because it looks like a work of art. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that real. jacket was good. Yeah. Um, this guy Brian Bagley, he was the artist for that. For the actually that whole collection that was um, MSX by uh, Michael Strahan and Strayman, with yeah. Starter. Yeah, yep, yep. that was a collab with Starter. Right. So it was like the blue jacket, the black jacket, a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, blue and a black hoodie, really. Mm-hmm. What do you think about, and this is one actually, because I know, because you were like knee deep in that fashion stuff. What do you think about all these collaborations and stuff? Because I always ask all all the fashion people that I deal with, like. I'm, you know what, I'm cool with them if they make sense. Like it needs to make sense. Um, Like every time I hear collabs, I'm always think back to like Bill Blass. Remember, like with the car yeah. and um, mm-hmm. Harry Ellis yeah. and everything, where it was a big deal then. Um, you know, it's like I have people come to me, and you know, and it's terrible because I have this reputation for saying no, and I really shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it's not, well, if it don't I work, really it don't shouldn't. Work. It's terrible because I really shouldn't have that reputation for saying no, and it's not that. But if you're coming to me to do a collab, let's make it make sense. I just all I need you to do is make it make have it make sense before you come to me mm-hmm. that's all and the thing is, it could be one sheet who what where when and why that's it mm-hmm. really simple i don't need a deck i don't need a bunch of stuff but just what where does starter fit in like do you want starter just because it's starter or does the story make sense mm-hmm. and that's always my thing is that oh yeah it'll be yeah listen it would be dope but why mm-hmm. like it could be dope and it could make sense. Like, I could have something that could be dope, but is it going to sell? Right. And that's the thing about it. Like, it's great to do collabs, you know, because it's from the heart and, you know, you love, you know, but 
needs to make money sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. too. You no, know, no, yeah. you yeah. know, that's the need, bottom line. Yeah, so that's always that's always my thing is that make just make it make sense. Mm-hmm. That's all. And if you listen, you I may be like, well, I don't think that's going to work. And then you come back to me and oh, okay, let's rock, let's mm-hmm. make it happen. Yeah, because there's so many collaborations out there. And it's like every week somebody's collaborating with somebody. <clears throat> but I, th- I will say I noticed it started. Y'all, y'all don't do too many collaborations. I mean, y'all did like it's like here and it's like sprinkled in. Yeah. Like y'all do one here yeah. and you do one there. Like yeah. we did a couple of things with Coca Cola. Yeah. You know, we did something with Bud. Um, but a lot of stuff comes from like that may come from like iconics from the yeah. Well, the but, but the Bud Bowl was iconic. That was yeah. You remember the Bud Bowl? They, had, they yeah. did a whole line for that. That was pretty. Yeah, cool. they were, and they were actually two. Yeah. Yep. They were. They were two. There was one that was like because last year was Starter's fiftieth anniversary, mm-hmm. so we did one. I, it was weird. They did one in conjunction with Budweiser, mm-hmm. um, which it was a dope collection. Per, I mean, personally, I thought it had it was too much red. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's and I think sometimes that's what happens is that. People don't always pay attention to what's going on outside. So when you do these collections, and listen, I'm not going to see an act like gang culture doesn't exist because it does. That's just the reality of (laughs) things. And so when you're doing Mm -hmm. doing these collections and it's all of this red or it's all of this blue, it's not going to translate well Mm -hmm. because you have that neighborhood that is all blue. You or that is the store is in an all red neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's hard but it's not hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. you have to just say... You have to have some cultural awareness, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely, because you got to realize that you're putting this stuff out here, who's going to consume it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's a good point, you know what I'm saying? A lot of these companies don't see that. No. They just bring it out. Yeah. Right. And be like, oh, what, he, what and then got when killed? And it gets adopted oh, okay. by some, someone they don't like, they're yeah. like, well, how the hell do this happen? Exactly, exactly. Because who was it? Not during the winter time. Who somebody did? Was it a pajama set? A some a set in the bandana. Oh my god, I'm gonna remember who it was. And it was a big. It was it was one of these. It was a mass merchandiser. Mm-hmm. Did something in the bandana in the red and the blue bandana colors. Like one was red, mm-hmm. one was blue. I'm gonna remember. It was a big company too, and I'm gonna remember who it was because they were like, "Did you guys think about this before you did this?" Mm-hmm. And it was clearly the bandana. Clearly. Even Supreme brought out some bandana stuff recently, but the way they did it. It seems like Supreme gets away with a lot more when it comes oh, to yeah, that. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, they get away well, yeah. with a lot you know, more Prem when it comes is, to that Prem whole. Is king. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They can do whatever. Yeah. They come out with stuff for one for one week, and then next week is something else. Well, they have, right. They're, they're tied so much to street mm-hmm. wear. Right. Skateboard right. culture. Right. Yeah. They say. It's, it's much more different than a brand like Starter or something. Mm-hmm. something yeah. Else. No, Starter has more, to me, more history behind it than Supreme. No, yeah. That's why I think the Coca-Cola collabs, and it makes sense because it's mm-hmm. like an all-American brand that's been established for yeah. decades now. Mm-hmm. And the stuff you'll do with Ty Mopkins, oh, pretty awesome. Yeah, Ty. That's where I got my, my, my Nets jacket from Tex. Oh, I wore it on the yeah. show like two oh, a year ago now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ty, um, he's got some good stuff coming out for Christmas too. Oh yeah, yeah. I know he just brought out. Uh, it's like a silver. It was like a silver Yankee jacket. I think that's for this this year. Yeah, yeah, Black coming History out for fall. Yeah, and he did the last one. It was a, the red and green. All the NBA teams had the jacket. See, and I preferred the first collection, the first yeah. Black History Month collection, better. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think because this jacket, the sixth one, has a zipper. I'm not a big zipper person. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I like the snaps, the I traditional like the snap. snap. Yeah. yeah. And everybody stuff. loves that jacket. Yeah, like, yeah. But they all, they everybody loves so the Black History Month. Oh my God, everybody loves those. Mm-hmm. You know which ones were dope too? Did you guys ever see the um, NBA ones that we did? The olive green body and then the pink body. There was a teal body. Oh, I think I remember that, that. one was yeah, dope yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's, yeah we did I like remember. a pale pink. We did those in a bunch of different colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you, wait, so are you the one like doing like the color selection? Because yeah, you'd be hitting if, if, if no, it's you. No, that's a that's a designer. You know what? That's <laughs> a designer. But we've got these two new designers, Nicole mm. and uh, Stanley, who are so dope. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, they, they hitting on the colors. Like, yeah, these last couple of jackets. Yeah, they home are, run. Shout out to Nicole and Stanley. You yeah, know, what shout I'm out to Nicole and Stanley. They got some stuff coming. And then uh, Sona, another girl named Sona. She's dope too. Yeah, She's man. real dope too. Shout yeah. out to them people's. Yeah, they, I don't know because I mean, I lo- I love to see that when people are bringing out. 
like subtle colors, the colors that you don't usually see. Yeah. Instead of the okay, you always see red, you always see black. But they coming out with different greens and different blues. You're like, okay. Well, you know, that's the funny thing about it is because, like, when Ty Mopkins was in town, that's what we were talking about. Like, because, you know, we do the team stuff, so mm-hmm. we have the samples. And he's like, yo, do, we need to do different teams, mm-hmm. not just the same teams all right. the time. Let's see some other teams other than, you know, not just the Vikings, not just, okay, you want to do purple? Let's do the Lakers. Like, mm-hmm. let's see some other stuff. So that's why they really started doing sampling samples in other colors as well. Because, yeah, you know, sometimes you need that that – you need an eye from outside mm-hmm. to come in and, and look for a minute. Mm-hmm. Get a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Look at, oh, let me see. This is this whole this new view is like messing my conception <laughs> I'm, up. I'm digging the couch. I'm like, you, bro. You, you're digging the couch? I'm digging the couch. Don't yeah. fall asleep over there. Nah, it feels like I'm all <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, tell us your story, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you mad? Word. <laughs> no, we're not gonna start that. No, no, no. <laughs> Tell them why you're mad. Tell, yeah, exactly. you Tell mad. them why you're mad. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm actually Throw not some mad complaints today. On you. I'm not mad today. Nah, you... I'm good today. Yeah, today I'm good. Yeah, this is all about you. Yeah, I try. You know what? That's the thing. It's like, I'm like, Usa. Like, some things you just can't change. It mm-hmm. is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I can't waste my energy being pissed off. Yeah, you just go with the flow. That I can't change. Like, yeah, just that serenity prayer, Yeah, right? you like, have to, man. You have yeah. to. Otherwise, everything that's going on, you will just be so old, you know, all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard, especially nowadays with society the way it, it is. is right now. And COVID. It really, yeah. It really does <laughs> feel like, it feels like we are headed towards a very dark place mm. in America. You think so? I really do, man. I really See, do. I'm trying not to think like that. Yeah. I do. I'm trying. I'm, I'm a realist. I'm also a little bit of a nihilist, so <laughs> I'm not going to. Well, listen, once that Roe versus Wade stuff went off. Yeah. That was pretty depressing. Yeah. But, you know. You know, <laughs> you know it's like my mother said, it's, that's, it's done. Now we got to figure, like. We can't keep protesting something that's done. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's true. You got to figure out the next step, What's but the next it's step? done. They're not gonna flip it back. Mm-mm. So, it, it, it's long. The ramifications behind that mm-hmm. are pretty severe mm-hmm. because you have six Supreme Court justices that are pushing a, a right-wing agenda a far right wing. far yes mm-hmm. it's not and yeah. that's the problem with this yeah. country man it's like everybody's rooting for laundry right now yeah you're either far <laughs> left or you're far right exactly. nobody's like thinking in the middle mm-hmm. in the middle anymore and uh some of the things that they have up their sleeves right now i, I just fear i have a really deep fear for the future of this country man. yeah it just it just depresses me when when these people just think they can control what a woman does with their body it's absurd it's absurd. just to think that someone can just say you can't do a b c or d whatever and it's not even your body like but and it's so funny it makes no sense right and i just saw something they were like oh with the uh f- formula shortage they're telling women to breastfeed more but you're telling us we can't get abortions we can't do anything the hypocrisy <laughs> right? like, exactly. really? like, <laughs> and it's you, crazy and that's why religion needs to be separated from governance mm-hmm. you know uh, because this is all stemming from far-right Christian beliefs mm-hmm. that are seeping its way into our policies and laws. Mm-hmm. And and Clarence Thomas has no idea that the next thing coming is interracial marriage. Yeah. 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 Well, he won't allow that because... Because <laughs> his, his, right. his, his wife is <clears throat> white. But yeah, it's, it affects it's like, him. dude, really? Like, really? But they said he's trying to go after the, like, the gay marriages. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's next. Yeah, that's next. That's gay marriage crazy. is next. Uh, marijuana legalization, all of that is on the table right now. Well, that's even... a joke in itself. <laughs> marijuana legalization. That's just a joke in mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. We're going to take care of the ones who are locked up. <laughs> Get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I Charging think they're going to criminalize it again. And all this other nonsense. I'm like, really? I continue to smoke my weed in my house. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. I sit on the park face. I can't. Like you know what? That that's always the thing with me with this whole weed thing. I'm like, I don't care about that mm-hmm. because you know what? If you're gonna smoke, you're gonna smoke. Whether it's legal, or illegal, mm-hmm. you're gonna smoke. But you like, see, the media's trying to blame the shooting that happened on July 4th. Mm-hmm. They're trying to pin it on weed. There was like this kid's on you know, you know on his what? social media smoking weed all day. It creates psychosis. Oh, like please. please. That I'm telling you, that's yeah, where no, it's gonna, yeah, they're no. going to do everything they can mm-hmm. to blame mass shootings on everything but guns. Yeah, they're trying to push a narrative. They are, you know, they really. It, are. But it's their narrative. 
You know, and that's a whole nother thing. They just want everybody to just kill each other, shoot all these guns and stuff. It's happening. Yeah. You know, it's happening. Every week now there's a mass shooting. Every single And listen, I'm a gun owner. I'm a gun owner. I believe in responsible gun ownership. Mm -hmm. If you were to tell me you give up your guns and nobody would have guns, I would gladly do it. Gladly do it. But the way things are in this country, we're going to have more guns on the street, mm -hmm. yeah. especially when they overturn the laws in New York and New Jersey where people can carry now. It's going to turn gonna into be the wild, wild, It's going to be the OK, okay Corral. Yeah. yeah. Wild, like, wild yo, what, you, what you holding? <clears throat> what right. you holding? Exactly. It's about to turn into right. the Wild Wild West out here. Sheesh. It's <laughs> crazy because like when I travel back and forth to the office, I'm always like, OK, let's have two evils. Bus, mm -hmm. train. Bus train, mm -hmm. the Uber's in there sometime, but it's like bus train because it's always it's something always going something. on. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, let me take the bus. Look up, lady walking back and forth begging like she's on the train. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, we've become we desensitized. We, desensitized. We to have. It. Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, you see that's it all the time. It's like every time, everywhere you go, somebody needs something. Yeah, everywhere you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, I don't got it today. I'm sorry. You, you hit me three out of the four days. It's I'm wild, tapped out. Man. Yeah, but but real random. I was walking down the street and I ran to Bill De Blasio. Oh, I saw the picture, saw the picture on your right? IG. Yeah, he was like literally on the on the corner, really yelling, talking, and then he was like, "Hey, are you a Democrat?" <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to run for re-election. I don't know what he's doing, but he took my uh, my name and my email and my address. Oh, you're gonna start getting the emails. So you know, oh, no. the solicitation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just so funny. I was like. I was like, I knew this dude lived over in Park Slope, but I never like I seen him a couple times. But yeah, I don't, like, he was like extra yesterday. Like, hey, come here. What's your name? It's crazy. Right. I don't align myself with a, a political party because uh, Chris Rock said this like twenty years ago. It's so true, though. I want to hear the facts of a problem before I come to a judgment about it. Right? Mm -hmm. I don't want because I'm Democrat. I have to lean this right. way, or because I'm Republican, I have to lean this way. I'm independent because I want to hear the issue first and then what the resolution is mm -hmm. and not just have to side, take a side because I'm affiliated with this or that, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I'm with And, you know, I think there's a lot of bullshit on the Republican side. There's a lot of bullshit on the Democrat side, too. And you have to just think for yourself. I've been an independent yes. thinker my whole life. It's like a lesser two evils. Which one? Which poison you want to uh, take? Yeah, there is a lesser of two evils, You know evils, what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, that nobody's really... Uh, uh, Innocent. Everybody does do a yeah. little bullshit. Yeah. It's just which one you when you deal which with. Which one you right? Yeah, which, which one? one it's like a relationship. Oh, just yeah. depends. Yeah. Everybody oh, yeah. got their shit. Everybody with got their shit. Right. Everybody <laughs> got their shit. Just depends on whose shit you want to put up with. Yeah, yeah, you right. know. It's preach. Yeah. <laughs> tell you. Oh yeah. Yo, yeah. let's um. Hey, uh, Jay, get the book so we can break out. We can show oh, some of Texana's work. Oh. You know what I'm saying? She got some iconic covers. We need to. We need to show. Oh, they, oh, you put them in. Oh, that's the Super P pump. Oh, yes, oh, yeah, the super you got to show up the bag. Yes, that's yes, the bag, y'all. Yes. The Super P bag. She has the very first one. Yes, yes, yes. Amazing. You know, we'll be on the site. $30. Go get your bag. <laughs> get your merch. Yeah. But I, saw a couple, I saw a couple of these. A couple of these, uh, these, these pictures. Oh. Okay. I'm saying so. Oh, yeah, that was... AJ, hey, I think you're by the camera, so I guess... You want me to? Is he closer to the camera or I am? Him? Okay. Yeah. Let me flip through these. I'll let you do it. It's a heavy buck, too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, need, you need strong muscles. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you, got, you got the muscles. Okay. So we got the Essence cover with Denzel. Yes. Denzel Washington. That was, um, that's so funny because Pamela Macklin, who was the fashion director at Essence Magazine at the time, who hired me, I just ran into her. This was, oh my God, what year was that? 2002? Mm, wow. Yeah, so, and I just ran into her on the... I've heard nothing but nice things about Denzel. Denzel is such a nice guy. He's He is very, like, okay, you have an hour to interview, you have two hours to shoot, you have an hour for this, and he's like, okay, gotta go. He's professional. Yes, very professional. That's and when up. he was done, he was like, nice to meet you guys, and he left. He out. He's out. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, there we go. So okay. this was a co cover that, this was a collaborative effort. This was myself, Patrick Cooper, and you remember Fonsworth, Bentley? Yeah, Fonsworth. Yeah, and Fonsworth. Yeah, we all worked on this together. 
How is Fonsworth? He was an interesting character. He, I don't know his wife's name, but he's married to an actress. I think they have two children. Mm-hmm. But he, super, 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 super smart guy. Um, he is in Atlanta. Okay. Um, and I think, you know what's so funny? I feel like he's doing music. He's in dabbling in music a little bit. Because I spoke to um, someone the other day who mentioned he was doing something. He seems like a very well-rounded person. He is. Yeah, he's multi-talented. Yeah, great Now, I want to talk about this cover right here. (laughs) This cover right here was, you know, when Bet Puff got all these guys together. This was, you see the World Trade Center. Yeah. Yeah, this was was a funny Wow, what year is this? This was... September 2001. Yeah. So the, the right issue before, right before 9-11. Right before 9/11. That's crazy. Yeah. That is, wow, <laughs> with the World Trade yeah, Center. Right in the background. Oh, wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, this is me, Mike B. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not sure Groovy Lou was with us on, on this shoot. And uh, a stylist named Quasi who, who assisted Mike B. I try to get, you know what it is? I, I try to give like assistants and stylists who I work with and everything. I, I try, I like to give them love when I can. Mm-hmm. My memory is horrible. So I always say blame it on my head, on my head, not my heart. Um, so I, tr- you know, I try to as much as I can. Hold on. I remember this. You did this? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So, you know, that <laughs> that's was such an iconic remake. look. Yes. So oh my God. Puff always <clears throat> kept, he always had a crew of stylists. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like, you know, it could be like me, Mike B, and Groovy there at one time. Then I may be gone. Then it may be, you know, Atiba Newsom, mm-hmm. you know, Eric Archibald, um, Roger McKenzie, June Ambrose, me. So, like, we all have been in Puffy's world together or separately at, at some point or another. That special delivery yes. area, uh, uh, era Puff. Yeah, I remember with the Charles Woodson yes. Raider jerseys, they was rocking those. Oh my hard. goodness, yes, the, all oh the jersey pictures, God. right? Puffy easily had, he had to have almost two hundred and fifty jerseys. We used to keep them all on this, the, the rolling racks in this, in the, this one room in his house on Park Avenue. So we got Sean John boys. Yeah, okay. all these boys are all grown men now. <laughs> yeah, no. Wow. Okay, now we got to talk about this. The band. Yeah, well, no, Rolling oh, Stone. this one, this one, this was a good one. You see, Head State, yeah, this was Master P, Wyclef, and Jay. At the time, Wyclef was the hottest artist. He was the hottest artist out of yeah. all of them. So, hence, that's why this is, you know. Top 50. And then tell me your experience with the band. Because I think they were in the news lately. One mm-hmm. of them yeah, was. Um, oh, I forgot was his it name. Ness? No, it wasn't Ness. It was the other one. Um I forgot his name without the shirt on. He was in because mm. he was a little upset with Puff. Yeah. Didn't feel he got his due and everything. I'm not sure. You know, my thing was I was there creatively to get him dressed and me, Mike, <laughs> and all of us <laughs> to make them look the good. Politics. And you stay away from the politics. Yeah. I but they you. were all nice. You know, they were all nice kids. They were new. You know, they were excited about what was going on, mm-hmm. you know. And then we got this cover. Oh, this was like so significant for me um, because... They didn't want to give me credit. Really? They did not want to give me credit. They Because the photographer um, at the time, he had a stylist there. So it was two stylists. Oh. And yeah, so they were like, well, your name will be second. I said, I don't care if my name is on the outside underneath. I just, I, I should want, get credit. Yeah. So the funny thing about it was it was such a battle, but pros fought for me to make sure I got my credit. The crazy thing about it is when it came out, Every single piece was my pull. So now if oh. I had let that slide, his name would have been on there on my cover. I see. And I, I see. remember having a little battle one time with a publicist um, because they couldn't understand why I went to prize and was in complaint because I didn't get credit mm-hmm. in a magazine. And I had to explain to them, like, that's important to a stylist. Of course. Like, you wanted to get your credit when you first started that you placed this article. So you don't think I'd want to get that too? Absolutely. And, you know, that was my thing. I was like, if I didn't fight for that, but that cover would have came out without my name on it. Mm-hmm. But every single piece of clothing they had on was mine. Because they kind of did it where it was like, okay, let's do this urban look and let's do this high-end look. Right, and the right. high-end look was his stuff. The urban look was my stuff. So I'm like, no, I needed to fight for that. 
Because nobody else was going to fight for me. Yeah. Oh, this was good. We did this in London. The Dada hat. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. <clears throat> it was a funny story. I actually text Pirate. What was it? Oh, like? yeah. <laughs> You're looking for that stuff. Four or five months ago, I couldn't remember who made these hats. Oh, Dada, um, Dwayne, and what was the other dude's name? Um, Oh, my God. I can't remember his partner, but it was Dwayne. Wow, Dada, right? Oh my God! I remember seeing them on Flatbush Ave. <laughs> oh man! Dada. But this yeah, is a Lauren dope was cover. In this, in this picture, she was yeah, okay. Yep. And Celia, that was a good shoot too. She was so nice. Amazing. Celia Cruz. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, okay. Wow. You remember this that? This is taking me yeah. back. Wow. Unbelievable. It's dope. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. See, now, you got you got your little, your little, uh, what you call it when you go back? What you call it? What was that? What, what, Reminisce. What call it? Yeah, he was reminiscing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yo. Because the Yo, industry was wow. so different then. <laughs> like, yeah, this was when I was like super into hip hop media and like, I, I used to like religiously wait for the source of Double XL to come out mm -hmm. and just like absorb it. Let me show you something else. One last thing. Okay, go I'm, ahead. I'm really going. Let me see what you got. Yeah, I'm really going to get you. Yeah, I got a goodie in here for you. Well, see Nate Dog. Okay. She got the treats. Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? BG. Oh, we worked with BG too. That is dope. That's an ill Nate. Nate, dog. yeah. Oh. You know what's so funny? I'm trying to find the picture of him. You know, because he would have he had this outfit that was all denim, mm. and his his uh, Tim's were covered in denim. Oh, this he was, had the denim Tim's on? He had the on? denim Tim's on, yeah. That's a very... This, yeah, he had the denim Tim's on, too. Look, I, he I had used the to hat. love denim. He had the uh, it was, the bowler. Yeah. The, Remember the oh, bowler? the bowler hat. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was in here. Yes, he had the bowler hat, too. Covered in, Everything was covered in this hard denim. There was like a good four or five year stretch where all I rocked was a denim jacket. Like, I, I love denim. Give him the um the denim Levi suits and the yeah. denim Lee mm -hmm. suit. Those, those were the days. Those were denim, the days. Denim outfits. <laughs> denim everything. Yes, Word. denim everything. <laughs> so Tex, what uh so to uh, just to kind of wrap this up. So what's so what's new with starter? Like what can we expect in like the next, I guess, next quarter or next We've got we've got some good collabs coming out. Mm -hmm. Um of course, the sports stuff always looks amazing. Mm -hmm. um, next year is hip hop 50th anniversary, so I'm trying to get some stuff. Yeah, well, actually, I'm gonna talk to you about that because okay. me, uh, the artist I manage, we actually doing something. We we doing something with that too. So we need because he does miniatures, so we we're doing it for like, um, I'm I'll tell you the artist off, off air, but okay. three of the major artists we're doing like miniatures for them. Oh, dope. So I guess you'll probably. We probably queued in with the same people, but I'll let you know. Okay. You know. Yeah, we and of course we've got this huge HBCU program, mm -hmm. um, and you know they've got a big game, Howard versus Morehouse, in mm, September right. at MetLife. So we've got a whole HBCU collection. We've actually had one for a while. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't really pushed like it should have been, but we've we've had some stuff for a while. Um, and it's so funny to see Polo. Everybody else is like has got all this stuff now. Um, but yeah, ours looks really good too. Yeah, they just got more a Morehouse. Yeah, Mine. yeah. Oh, they they just did Morehouse. That's it. I only saw Morehouse. Okay. You, yeah. He's the polo guy now. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I'm the retired polo guy. Yeah, you know, but nah, I only saw Morehouse only, too. Okay. Yeah. I saw they went eight hundred dollars for like a bear no. sweater. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I need to it go was check a little it out. OD. Okay. Yeah, they can they can keep that. Okay, I need to go check it out. Yeah. I don't I don't like this. You, you turning on polo, man? I'm not. I'm just I'm I'm just more like frugal in my old age. Interesting. You know? Yeah. No, right. I could understand that. Well, I'm gonna pay. Listen, and you'll 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 agree with me. Well, I'm gonna pay eight hundred dollars for a knitted sweater. I'm gonna wear two times. When I use that eight hundred dollars, split it, 
probably invest it in something or mm-hmm. put it in something that I can save. Oh no, I or put I'm it to something there, that I, I got can, a lot of regrets. Yeah, that. or put it to something where I can use later on. Do you have a good collection? Um, yeah, okay. he has a phenomenal collection. Okay. Thank you. Coming yeah. from you, that means a lot. Yes. No, you have. Listen, you it's becoming, it's minuscule compared to yours. You coming though. See, the only reason why I think I have more than you is that because I started earlier than you. You did start earlier, yeah. So that's why I think I have more. I think yeah. if you started when I started, you, you probably have more because you're a, a polo maniac. Uh, yeah. I, I have slowed down. You know what? Since since 2020, since the pandemic started, I've reevaluated just a lot of things as it relates to my life, including fashion and where I put my money. Mm-hmm. Especially, I just bought a house last year. Okay. I put so much money into remodeling and things like that and then really getting into investing yeah i just i just don't think it's worth it you know what i'm saying like like you know i i haven't really bought it i used to buy sneakers like every other week now i probably bought two pairs in the last 18 months yeah see i think everything just kind of shifts sometimes you Mm -hmm. know responsibilities For most of it, most of us, right. it's yeah. And it's not like I can't do it. Right. I don't have the desire right, to do right, it. Right, right. So you got to get a hookup like some people I know. Uh, you see, <laughs> you know I, I, ain't, I ain't worrying about sneakers. I, I miss the days of camping out overnight for a pair of Galaxy phones. Man, That's I, what I miss. I never you know? did that. I just walked past some community. store. Yeah, I walked past some store and they were all sitting there. I wanted to ask them. I was like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm not even going to ask what they're looking <laughs> for. I don't even care at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my, my grandson did his first sit. And I was like, oh, how'd you like that? He was like, it was cool. I was like, yeah, that's because you're 15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's because you're 15. You don't know any better exactly. yet. He don't know. Let, let him get a couple more years in. Right. He's like, I ain't, I ain't doing that. Not and yet. and it was kind of warm outside. He hasn't done the winter sit out. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he hasn't oh, yeah. done the winter one yet. So. He got something to look forward to. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably will never do it again. Right. Too. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm negative twenty two hours. Nah, I'm good. Nah, right? son. I'm good. Too old for that now. So is there any? Is there any like, um, I would say, um, mm, like type of areas that starter is that we don't know is that they're trying to get into? Like, is there any part of the spectrum? Because I know starter, you know, pretty much starter has every everything is into everything. Hats, clothes. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I did like the the latest thing is like the whole you know with I'm trying to get them to do more BMX stuff you know mm. because the the thing about it is it's not even just BMX it is biking like everybody's riding a I bike. think starters should get into skateboarding too yeah that well that too you know that whole Yo, that that whole extreme sports exactly I'm, the BMX and the yeah. skateboarding because that's what this city is now most cities yeah. are it's biking they will go and crazy skateboarding for a, and a skateboard had and the all big S, the starter sign right yep crazy they're and buy that hand over fist. Right. Yeah, so I've got a bunch of decks in my house. I oh, want see? from Kooky. Oh, 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 yeah? Yeah, I got a good mm. one from Kooky. Yeah, I met him a couple. He's a, um, he's he's crazy. He he is. I love him. I love Yo, him because he's, he's so himself. He will cool. send me these pictures yeah. cool. with the freaking satin on and he'll have mm-hmm. a freaking babushka on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Yo, I freaking love him. Yeah, he's cool. I was chilling with him and uh, I went to South by Southwest because I used to manage artists and uh. We were chilling with Cool Keith and stuff. He's cool, bro. Yeah, he is. He's, he's just like out. He's out there, though. He's out there, like, yeah. <laughs> He is. He'll be talking he about is. this and then talking about chicken wings the other day. I'm like, right. <laughs> yo. Yo, he's wild. I love people like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's like, off the cuff. Exactly. He, but he's cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Let but me. you know, because he's the guy that like he'll be someplace and it'll be warm out, and I've sent him a jacket that's heavier, and he'll still have the jacket on, mm-hmm. performing in the jacket mm-hmm. and everything. I'm like, he doesn't give a damn about seasons, whether it's aligned or unlined. Yeah. He's just like, it's dope. I'm gonna wear it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like we did the NFT stuff. Um, but I'm not really aware of you know. So, like I, that so she, I started getting into the NFT stuff, or y'all just kind of dibble and dabbling? I think we that was kind of a dibble, but yeah. they've been talking to us about doing like some lines because they've got some collections they're doing with um, Ice Cube, Queen Latifah, okay. Hip Hop Archive is doing a couple of collections. So fingers crossed, I'm hoping that we can make that work. Mm. Um, like I said, because I did jackets and towels and you know a couple of other things for them just so that they would have it while they were in town. Yeah, because I know some companies what they're doing is that like with the NFTs they're making like maybe like for 24 hours only you can get the jacket and the NFT. Mm-hmm. And then you purchase the NFT, and then you get right. like a certain amount off of like the actual jacket. Yeah, that's what they've been that's talking a, yeah, to us about. That that's then, what been um, doing. oh, um, Boondocks with DJ Poe. I kind of had a brief conversation with him about that. Mm-hmm. 
So you know, it's like funny people are like, are you the plug for Star? I'm like, nope. I'm I, not, I still, I'm not the plug. You talking about the Boondocks <laughs> line? I, cause I, they had the, yeah, they, they have, they have they some had a stuff. line. Yes. Because I saw it at Comic Con last year. Mm-hmm. They had a whole table. Yeah. So you guys are gonna. We don't know. Talking, they, talking. Yeah, we yeah, we're we're not sure. Tra- I would love awesome, to do that. Dude. I would love a Boondock starter jacket though. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would Sign love to do that. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Because if you see their merch, <clears throat> I have a actual video of their merch from Comic Con. Uh, I'll send it to you. I'll show you. But the merch is pretty. It looks pretty good. The yeah, I would love Boondock to do something merch. with with them. So a Boondock starter collaboration. Oh, I gotta I call, call that from the earth. <laughs> it come down. Right. I could see that too. I mm-hmm. hope. I hope. I hope. I hope. Yeah. And then somebody talked to me about polo, you know, horses, polo. Oh, so, Ralph Lauren polo or yeah. the other polo? The that, other that, polo. That he doesn't. The other polo. <laughs> he the doesn't horses, like. The horse polo. Oh, oh, she means the the one you don't um, like. What, U.S. Polo Association? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. Not, you know, no, no. I, you know, I'm not eyes. sure who, if the girl works for Ralph Lauren, but it was somebody was having a conversation with me, and they've got this connection. They're like, would you guys ever do, like, polo? And I was like, and that's what I said, Ralph Lauren polo? They were like, you know, the horse, the sports, the horse. I was like. <laughs> oh, like like sponsoring yeah, polo players? Yeah, doing, like, doing jackets and stuff like that. I was like, that could be. That could be something. Interesting. Yeah, that could be. Cool, I can see that. You know, but this stuff is like really um, preppy. Like, yeah. And I and I feel like that's going to be a whole <coughs> other realm of things because of the fact that that's like that super wealthy luxury client mm-hmm. that you you know you can't just have just a basic satin. You know what I mean? You I feel right. like you have to go a little bit. That's what I'm saying. That's is, a little bit more. Is, is that? Is that what Startup Black Label is? Is that like the high end part of it? Y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, yeah. no, I'm just trying to, because I know, you know, they, it's a regular starter line, but then it's Startup Black Label. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure what's going on. Like, there's Startup Black Label, then there's Starter, and I know we're trying to get off of Amazon, and, mm. you know, it's. You should. Yeah. Amazon. Yeah, and that has, and that's the thing about it, it has nothing. It's completely separate from us. Completely separate. Like, if I wanted to get, I have to pay for it, you know. Yeah, you know, but my separate. thing with the Amazon thing is I always thought that starters should be separate anyway. It, oh, it's, yeah. Because it all you're doing is you're paying there. somebody to have your stuff on there. Right. It should have Cut never been on there. Cut the middleman out and just mm-hmm. right. get, a, like, a, a Shopify and put it all on there. Yeah. And then everything goes to you. Right. Yeah. You know? Just saying. I always thought that, too. And I said, oh, stuff is on Amazon. Like, yeah. They want to pay, and, the, pay but, them. And that's the thing. It, in none, none of we Anything that's on there, we don't have. I don't. I can't access. Mm-hmm. So it was always like, hmm. Okay. Well, makes sense to somebody. Listen, I'm pretty sure um, y'all y'all call to figure that out. Yeah. Eventually, it'll you know. Yeah. Where there's a will, there's a way, as they say. Exactly. So, um, Jay, what's what's the, what's your stock tip? Be careful. You're treading on thin ice. I know. I know. <laughs> the the you, guns are out. As let you me cook say. for a minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the guns are out, buddy. All right. So <laughs> this segment is brought to you by Jay Wall Street. <laughs> Um, as always, uh, this is not financial advice, uh, so please don't sue me, but, uh, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that the market's just tanked and it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Um, I, I don't think people realize how bad it is going to get Mm -hmm. about another six months to a year from now. So all the indicators are pointing towards ex- almost exactly what it looked like right before the 2008 recession. Mm-hmm. And we have not even hit that yet. We're, we're not even close. We're coming down off of all-time, all-time highs right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so my larger macro advice, get out of the stock market. Mm-hmm. If you can, pull your 401k out. Put it in other investment opportunities. Uh, when the market crashes for real estate, might be some great opportunities there. But short term, over the next 6 to 10, 12 months, cash is going to be king. Because mm-hmm. you want that liquidity for when we do hit bottom mm-hmm. that you could buy at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You don't want that money tied up right. in investments that are losing. Yeah, stuff that's tanking. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but my short term tip yeah. Twitter. Oh, so, because Elon bought it? 
Elon He's on Friday back, right? pulled out. Yeah, that's oh, he, pulled out. he pulled out. Yeah. So he pulled out on Friday. Okay. And if you look at the reaction, the initial reaction from the market, Tesla shares went up because Tesla shareholders are like, great, Elon's trying to get out of this. He's not putting us at risk anymore. And then Twitter shares nosedive. Mm-hmm. But you got to think like chess. You got to think a couple of moves ahead, mm-hmm. right? Twitter, uh, Elon can't get out of this deal. That's the problem. Mm. And Elon's probably the the dumbest smart person that ever walked the face of this earth mm. because he just acts very emotionally with his money. Mm. And it, what he did with Twitter was such an impulse buy. It was stupid. He offered them almost double what the share price was. When nobody, he had no competition. Mm. Anyway, that agreement that they signed was airtight. Twitter's lawyers are not stupid. They realize that, the, you know, he's trying to do a hostile takeover after they offered him a board seat. Mm. And he was like, well, if he was dumb enough to make that offer, we're going to make sure he commits to it. Now they're going to go before a judge in Delaware to litigate this. And it's going to take a little while. But I have a strong feeling Elon's going to wind up paying billions and billions of dollars to Twitter shareholders Mm. long term. Mm. Short term, Twitter's going to tank. I'm looking at Twitter in in the teens, high teens, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to jump on it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to hold it for another year or two because... I guarantee, not guarantee. I'm not. I mean, I'm not guaranteeing nothing. <laughs> but I have a very, very strong feeling that at the end of the day, when dust settles with all of this, uh, Tesla shares are gonna tank because he's gonna need to sell a shit ton of them. Yeah, pay for that forty-four, forty-eight billion dollar price tag that he has to cough up for Twitter. Isn't he like worth? Like sixty billion dollars, something. Like he that. was worth over a hundred billion dollars uh, before the market tanked, and this is why he's trying to pull out. He agreed to this deal when the market was at an all-time high, and he was worth one hundred and twenty billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tesla was at twelve hundred dollars a share, and now it's trading at seven. So he lost a no, he lost pretty it, yeah. significant chunk of his net worth, right. and now he's committed to this forty-something billion dollar deal with Tesla, and he's like, I can't afford it. If he wanted to pursue this deal with Twitter, he would have to sell almost all his, te- not all, but a good portion of his Tesla stock. Mm. So, <clears throat> short term, wait for Twitter to tank, grab Twitter, and then if you know how to short a stock, I would short Tesla. Mm-hmm. Absolutely short Tesla, because once it settles and he has to dump all of those shares on the market, Tesla's gonna go from seven hundred to like three. Jeez. That's my prediction. Don't quote me. Don't don't sue me if don't Tesla worry. goes you, to three thousand a share. You guys know what he looked like. You can see him on the street. <laughs> Be like, yo, like yo, Jay Flatbush. Yeah. <laughs> give me my money. But just to give you a background, that's my rationale. That's my logic on on what's gonna happen with Twitter and Elon and all of that. Okay. So I guess we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, well, you know, I do have one other thing. Oh, actually. go ahead. And I want to talk directly to Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. He was on his, <clears throat> net, his net rant. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things I want to say, oh, but I'm not going to say because there's a lady in the room right no, now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'll let it out. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> let it out. I, I think you bitch made. That's straight up. Oh, I'm going to start right there. Jesus Christ. Um... The Nets have done nothing but accommodate you. Listen, be since careful. The moment this, you came be, to Brooklyn, be careful. This is Josh's boy. Uh, who, Josh, <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro? You signed up with Kyrie, <laughs> who basically took advantage of you, and now you want to ask for a trade. Oh my god! We signed gosh. you when you tore your Achilles. You got a oh, whole year geez. of free paychecks. In your first year of your contract. <laughs> Tell him why you mad, son. Last year, during the Boston series, Get you looked old as hell. And now you want to ask for a trade? Tell him Bro. why you mad, son. Get him. You didn't make the Brooklyn Nets. 
Brooklyn Nets was here. I was a Brooklyn Nets fan before you ever even thought about show. Before you entered the league, uh, I was a Nets fan. Uh, you ain't make the Nets, and we're going to send you packing no problems. But I want you to know you always take the easy way out in your career. You did it with Golden State. You did it even coming to Brooklyn. And now you're trying to do it again because you ain't got no backbone. Get the hell out of Brooklyn, Take bro, that, take and that. take Kyrie with you. Take that, take that, take that, take that. Yeah. I'm tight, bro. I'm hype. You should have seen how tight I was. I'm hype. I'm about to throw the microphone. I'm hype. Hype. Ooh. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Listen, we're going to oh rebuild. We're going to get a ton back for him. So funny. And we're going to keep it moving. <laughs> so, Tex, you know, we, you see we, we're going crazy right now. That so, is um, so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. This is dope. Where where can they find you? Do you do you like if they want to contact you? Um, IG is at T E X W. Um, I'm I'm on Facebook, but I don't really you know that's family and grandma right, and all right. that. But that's Tex Watts T E X W A T T S. But IG is usually the best. Okay. Very right, cool. Thank well, you so much for having me. Thank this you, and you're always welcome back. Thank you. And tell Carl he needs thank to come you. on, so we can pick yes. his brain about yes. fashion and football and. You know, you let me know when your new season starts, oh, yeah, and we'll we'll set it up. I mean, he can come anytime. We'll, okay. We just we'll just start it. You know, it's going to okay. start in like October. Okay. But we're going to be recording before okay. then. Yeah, so. we'll put him in the can. Yeah. Okay. Whenever he's ready. Okay. He's we he he's right, Josh. I'll be here. See what okay. I'm saying? <laughs> Whenever he's ready, okay. just tell me and cool, cool, cool. I'll I got set you. It up. But yeah, um, Jay, where can he find you? In East Orange, New Jersey. No, oh, see, here he goes. This uh-huh. bullshit. Now, um, at Jay Flatbush on Twitter, Instagram, uh, although I haven't really been on social media that much. Mm-mm. I've been more on Twitter. You've been on Twitter a little bit. been on Twitter yeah. a little bit lately, but Instagram, not so much. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah. Saw you, I saw your workout video. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get it I in, I see, bro. boy. Trying to get it <laughs> in. I need that steroid hook. Who got the HGH out there? Hit me up. Cock Diesel. Hit me in the DMs. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the A Rod uh, Florida treatment. You oh, know what Jesus. I mean? But yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Polo Parata, Super Podcast on YouTube, Facebook. Um, we're on every podcast provider. Um, if you check, if you hit the Patreon for five bucks, you'll get this episode today. So you, you know, what I'm saying, and if not, you got to wait till tomorrow. Um, the video will be out tomorrow. Text, thank you for coming again. Thank you, thank you It was a pleasure. Thank you. Um, thank you to all the people that watch our videos and shorts and reels. We're over 2 million views for the YouTube channel. So we just, you know, thank you for, you know, supporting the brand. Thank you for everybody's buying the merch. You know, the merch, everybody's buying merch now. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Um, we're going to take a break, as um, Jay said. We'll still be recording, but you guys won't see it. Um, and we'll probably start this up again, season five in October. You know, that's, I think. But you'll see, you'll see episodes uploaded. You just won't be able to view them. So, you know, maybe if you you know, act nicely. Do something for the Patreon. You know, but this one will be here Monday. You'll see this tomorrow. And if you're a member of the Patreon, you'll hear it today. So you hear text, all lovely text stories and, you know, everything about text and Jay's rant about the Nets. Josh's best friend. Wait till the next episode. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop before he bans me from the podcast. But, uh, yeah, guys. So I'll see you on next season. This is uh, Polo Parata. Uh, see you later. Ciao. 2P Podcast. <laughs>